0: Hey friends, I hope you guys are enjoying your summer as it's coming to a close I sure am This is episode 27 of the Becoming Human podcast And in this episode, I sit down with my pal Andrew of True Crime Auction House Andrew collects oddities and true crime murder or memorabilia Basically, it's artifacts from notorious criminals throughout our society Andrew has had the opportunity to sit down with criminals across the country to peruse their psychology, to scratch his own itch of, why have you arrived? And making these choices, is there redemption? How do you feel about your life now? and with his oddities at first that stuff used to creep me out and then getting to see a woodchuck and a human brain I won't spoil the rest for you guys it was just it was really cool to see a small aspect of life suspended in time and it just ignites this sense of curiosity within me And the ick factor, it it goes away. But the strange wonder, that tends to stay. For me, it did, anyway. And before we jump into this episode, I just want to clarify. um, Please don't come at this with a prejudice. you, we're all fascinated in things that we don't particularly endorse in buying and selling artifacts that were created by serial killers that's not a negative thing it's sure it's a taboo within our own culture but when are taboos ever congruent with what's ethical and what's moral it's literally just echoes from a puritanical society And when you try to keep people from understanding or discussing things, you almost pervert it, making it something negative in the end, when it's just curiosity. And I love it. He's unintentionally unapologetic about what fascinates him and his pursuit of it. I really respect that. Although I know it's not intentional. It's still a hard thing for me for me to do. Not give a fuck what other people think. But I will step out of my own way and get on with the episode. Couple things. If you want to check out any of the pictures of the objects that Andrew brought over, you'll hear it in the intro. Um, he kind of has me guess what all these objects are. I'll be putting um, the pictures up on the website and on social media. It's at Becoming Human Podcast on uh, Instagram and then Becoming Human Podcast on Facebook, stuff like that. And then I'm going to play you in. With a in with a song by Amigo the Devil. The song's called Hell. And
1: to myself and learn things I never really wanted to know the walk got a little far so I got into a cap that smelled like vinegar stains that showed what's in the girl before but I want to be where all stupid things I say sound so romantic and true I'd rot in hell with you If you just asked me to I love the shitty things we do together Live with me in this sin forever knowing and you I know you want to I say you take the shot See this chance Feel the fire And let me have this dance with you Take things a little far But you couldn't name a place I wouldn't go with you A plane, a train, a car I'd run, if I was dead I'd float, I'd crawl in bed With you Even on someone else's Blood, on top of someone Else's love In the worst motel we find Cause home Is the last place That I'd stand to be With anyone but you That rotten head. Shitty things we do together. Live with me in this sin forever. Hell and you. I know you want it too. I say you take the shot. See this chance. Feel the fire. And let me have this dance with you.
2: Scientologists were behind Oklahoma City. Scientologists killed JFK and created KFC. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Fueling the Conspiracy Theorists, I'm part of the Illuminati, let's bust the balls out and get freaky. Exactly. Alright, hold on, let me clear some of this shit off. Nah. fuck it. Well, stay that way. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Alright. So, what you got here? What is this shit? Oh, that, I guess before we start, this episode 26 of the Becoming Human Podcast, and this my name is Will, and this is Andrew of True Crime Auction House. Yep. Ooh, what do you do with True Crime Auction House?
2: Uh, I buy, trade, and sell anything related to true crime, oddities, whether it be letters, artwork, I mean, dead shit like this, Ooh. I mean, whatever it may be, Damn. fun shit.
0: That's pretty cool. What kind of dead shit have you got here?
2: Well, I brought this shit because I wanted to see if you could guess what this shit is.
0: What? Okay. Alright, I'll give this one a shot. Alright.
2: We'll start with my favorite piece. And then we'll clear this off too so everyone
0: can see it. Little bit of intermission freak bitches. Say that with the most kindness possible.
2: Alright. Yeah, you got the fucking setup and everything
0: what I do in my spare time, just figure, why the fuck not? Yeah. All right. So, now, with a mic, excuse me, women, and men, or soft, eat that mic like you would eat pussy. Just shove your face deep into it, or dick, I guess, if you're into that. <laughs> right in there. Don't All be right. afraid, like this. Enough to where you could probably spit on you can bring it closer to you too if you want. And that should be able that should make the levels legit. Alright, and then what do we got here? Perfect. Alright, so
2: what is this? This? Yeah, so let's start with let's start with this guy. Alright, what what the fuck? I can touch it. Yeah, you can. It ain't you fucking can, eat me? You can touch any of this shit.
0: What the fuck? Let me. Uh, this is not a rat. It's not. Nope, really it's not nice a rat. Hair. The fuck is this thing? Is it? Not a beaver. Nope. The, a shoe? A, <laughs> a shrew?
2: A shrew? No, no.
0: What? What's what it? Oh, ooh, I got it. I got it. It is the clump of hair after I shaved my pew. <laughs>
2: close, it. close. It's a woodchuck.
0: It's a woodchuck?
2: A woodchuck. Dude,
0: that's like one of the... That fucking cliche-ass rhyme when I was a kid. How exactly. How could a woodchuck... Exactly. That is so cool. Where'd you get that thing from?
2: Uh, I got it from a friend in Texas who does taxidermy. and I got mostly all my shit from him, actually. Really? Yeah. It's kind of funny. He got me into collecting oddities I kind of got him into collecting true crime actually I'm moving out to Colorado next year and him and I are going to be open a oddity shop slash true crime museum and I'm fucking stoked for that I cannot wait
0: shit dude that's fucking cool so he got you into doing the oddities yeah that wasn't something that that you were really into before I mean I was
2: interested in it before but I never really knew how to like get the contacts and everything and get the (laughs) shit like I I mean I had stupid shit here and there little little fucking bullshit, little beetles, cockroaches, and I've moved up, like... I see what you're ...to saying. everything, yeah, so yeah. It's kind
0: of like a peripheral, it was a peripheral thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I kind of branched off from murderbilia into oddities, and now I'm getting into horror collecting and basically trying to branch out and, you know, just expand this shit.
0: Yeah, kind of explore the interest a little bit more. And it, it's interesting, too, because with these things, anyways, as I've seen you kind of get into this is it's become uh, there there's like more to it because you, you have these things that are that are really interesting yeah and, yeah i mean and it's not like um uh, with the true crime stuff and pushing off like the the letters and stuff like that you have that barrier to where you had to some people were a little bit apprehensive about getting into it which they shouldn't be because you can't just uh, repress aspects of society Yeah. but with this it's like you get them one foot in and then you know what I mean like you know this is just Strange shit, and then you can take them on to like, here's other
2: yeah, aspects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is strange shit. I mean, I I, I won't mm-hmm. lie. Like, I mean, it's it's.
0: Well, that's what makes it interesting, though. Like, it's not strange. In, I don't mean that as a pejorative. It, it's strange. Is like really, it's cool. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not something you would see every day, or you would meet somebody every day. Like, oh, what what do you do? Oh, I talk to serial killers and I collect things, dead shit. You know. It's, yeah. Like
0: I never seen a wood before. Yeah. Neither
2: have I. Neither I have, have I. And yeah,
0: it almost looks like a rat.
2: It does. It does. Yeah. Ah,
0: Taxidermy is fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's a trip. What's well, all right? So wait, we got now we got something else. Hmm. All right. What's this shit's for some reason that fucking thing while I'm recording it it won't let me live stream to Facebook. Huh? I have to just charge my phone and throw that in there. Yeah. Okay, it's a brain. Not a human brain, small. Yes. As fuck. What? It is part it of is? a human
2: brain. No way. Yeah
0: what it's
2: actually part of the cere- cerebrum
0: that the cerebellum or the what the fuck D- did someone get like a lobotomy
2: i have no idea i didn't ask oh. questions all i know is i traded a the butt plug actually the isu sagawa butt plug and i got a couple hundred bucks that and is- i got a bunch of yeah he's <laughs> he's, he's a japanese cannibal yeah his <laughs> his personally owned used and signed butt plug
1: you like butt stuff
2: yeah, he's 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 a he's an interesting dude to say the least. Oh
0: my god, have you like talked to him?
2: Nah, never, never. But I know a few people that have been in contact with him, and Jesus, yeah, interesting dude to say the least.
0: What the fuck in the veins? How it wraps around the brain yeah. like that? That yeah. is fucking cool. Yeah,
2: it's a fucking trip.
0: Whoa. the chills in some way it looks like a wrinkly old man's ball sack yeah (laughs) it kind of does
2: it kind of (laughs) does
0: that is cool can you you don't you don't ever open that because it would contaminate it correct i mean
2: if you want to touch it you can touch it (laughs) and you can hold it you can hold you can hold any of this stuff if you want
0: no really yeah it's not going to contaminate
1: it nah what the fuck oh goodness what are you having me do ew what the
0: fuck Ooh, ooh,
1: that's alcohol
0: ooh, yeah ooh. that is so it's spongy as fuck <laughs> i'm fucking touching a human brain
2: yeah it's a trip
0: oh my god what the fuck that is so cool i want to hold it actually i like started escalating on that that
2: is dope yeah this is this is another cool piece
0: so that that's either your testicles I don't know why It's not mine Not I'm mine I'm so obsessed with testicles That really is testicles? It really is testicles Human t- Not human testicles No, n- Way, no. Too big. Way too big Way Okay too big. so bowl testicles No uh, I had to go for the obvious D- um, uh... <laughs> What kind of testicles? Mountain lion
2: Really? You want to touch them? Yes Alright I
0: have always wanted to touch testicles
2: <laughs> Other than your own?
0: No And my own And your own Oh the What yeah. The fuck. It's got like on <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. Those things are Yeah, so imagine big.
2: I, I'm I was telling my friend the other day like imagine having testicles that big. That would fucking suck. Dude,
0: it would, man. My my fucking thighs bleed as Yeah, as yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they're so firm. To think of it. There's like probably a hundred little mini cougars that were waiting to come out in there
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and so
0: how did you what's the story of how you got this one
2: uh i got this in a group lot i did a i did a pretty fairly large trade and i i got this uh well, i guess i don't have anything else with me that i got in that trip but yeah this these these testicles are a trip like oh, I,
0: that's cool yeah i'm sorry but if i were to if i were to harvest a cougar i would <laughs> I, I held them around I yeah, heard testicles Really good
2: Yeah I mean I'd be willing To try them Fuck yeah Fuck yeah Yeah Here's another guy right,
0: This next up Oh you said guy I already get the, I get a hand What the fuck Rat fetus
2: Nope It's a fetus
0: Okay Uh, Not a naked mole rat fetus Cause it's still That would count as a rat Cat Nope Uh. Whoa Is that it's umbilical cord
2: the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it is. Whoa, dude.
0: I don't even know. It's a
2: pitbull.
1: That's a pitbull?
2: That's a pitbull.
0: Holy shit. It's like my son's dog, but not <laughs> born yet.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. And here's another dog in like a really rare fetal form. That's so almost cool. like a fucking alien.
0: Whoa, or... what? God damn, this reminds me of um when when my Son's mother was pregnant <laughs> You'd see like different pictures of the development and shit And this was almost one of them Whoa, with the black eyes Is this a pit bull or is this just a dog?
2: Well, that that one's a pit bull I have no idea what that other one is, honestly
0: Whoa Dude That's crazy Just how much like detail comes out and how Yeah, cool that
2: yeah, is. it's crazy, it's crazy What the fuck Wow Yeah
0: life is so fucking
2: interesting. And these things, vertebrae. Yep.
0: Vertebrae from humans.
2: Yep, human vertebrae. And
0: do you know of any like what what's the, what's the story on that?
2: Um, I got these in a trade as well. Actually, this is one of the very first pieces that I got. I got really? these back in early early last year actually.
0: Do they give you like any story where they're like human vertebrae just just found or
2: Uh, honestly, I have no idea. I would I mean, I would like to know the story on them, but a lot of this shit, I just, I just get the shit, take photos of it, put it online, then I fucking just put it in my shelf.
0: Like little discs, I can see the discs in there, that's fucking crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's pretty wild.
0: Wow, man. Remember the, that reminds me, remember when we were in the, uh, rainforest in... The whole rainforest on the Olympic Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. And we're walking through the woods. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. We found all those yeah vertebrae yeah, yeah. lined
0: up in the <laughs> middle of the woods on like a moss table. It yeah. was Fucking yeah. creepy, man. Yeah.
2: yeah, it was. It was fucking creepy.
0: And they were big. They were actually lined up. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was that was a pr- that was a trip.
0: Yeah, man. I was scared shitless. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was fucking nuts. Oh,
0: like fairy people or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that. This is bomb related?
2: Nope. Nope. Damn it. Good guess, though.
0: Whoa. What the Oh, I got... There's some shit on here. Pace... A
1: pacemaker?
2: Yep. A human pacemaker. What? It was actually... From what I was told, it was from the body of a dude who was cremated.
1: Whoa.
0: How in the... But- and then it's like little wires that hooks yeah. up to the heart and just... Yeah.
2: It's... Yeah, it's fucking nuts
0: Electrical shots Isn't that how pacemakers work? Like they, they It's almost like jumper cables for Yeah, I heart. believe
2: so Like fucking Tony Stark
0: That's <laughs> fucking crazy It reminds me of uh, I think it was I might be getting this wrong There was a president that we had And at one point in time He didn't have a working heart cause hmm. He had I think it was a pacemaker Or it was something else Where he said no heartbeat at all Huh,
2: that's it, that's it, wild
0: Yeah, man It was That's fucking crazy I never thought Like that large of a yeah, thing Yeah, yeah, I know Yeah, yeah. Jesus. It's pretty
2: crazy. And this guy, I just got this guy the other day.
0: Whoa. Whoa, that's even a bigger fetus. Yeah. Or would they become called the fetus right now? So this is a goat. Nope. Deer.
2: Nope.
0: What? Horse. What the fuck?
2: It's a bison. That's
0: a bison? That's a bison. Bison's bison. Oh, bison. bison right
2: there. Bison, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does say bison on there.
0: <laughs> I'd be like an idiot. That is, whoa. And bison get huge. Yeah,
2: bison get fucking humongous.
0: Wow, you even see like their little hooves developing? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? That's crazy. That's like fit in the palm of my hand. Yeah, head. yeah. Now, bison could barely fit in this room. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, man.
2: And that's a fucking baby. Like that's. It's, it's pretty wild.
0: And I wonder how you even, like, how this can get, how, how someone would um, collect this in a specimen jar. Because you'd have to be somewhere where either you jacked a, a bison's child, <laughs> or the probably more uh, likely thing is it had, like, stillborn or some yep, shit. Yep, yep. That's great. And how'd you get that one? Was that one just in a big buy? Or- uh,
2: I just bought this one uh, a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah, this is this is my newest favorite piece. Like I've I've wanted a bison for a minute now. That
1: thing's cool, man.
0: Whoa. What the fuck? Spiders? Yep. What kind of spiders?
2: Black widows.
0: What? Dude, their asses are fucking huge. They're like Kim Kardashian.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: Jesus. Damn.
2: Yeah, I think I have like thirty, forty of those just laying around. I've been meaning to fucking put them in individual jars, resell them, but I've been so fucking lazy with that shit. So is
0: that kind of what you would do? You would do with uh, these? Yeah, and these you just resell?
2: Yeah, like I, I mean, I, yeah, I've been, I'm selling these, uh, the cerebrum and the brain slices individually, but oh, yeah, really? like with a, with a lot of shit, I'll, I'll, you know, separate shit or I'll put three, four, and one. It, it just depends, honestly. It's
0: I see,
2: just as, like, the market demands kind yeah, of. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's even a web in this one. Yeah. Whoa, man, that's so cool. What the fuck? The juice. The juice is oh, loose. Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: What? Yeah. <laughs> O.J. Simpson
0: sign? Yeah, O.J. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> yeah, and what? I got this. Uh, this is one of my favorite, like, pieces. I got this in 2011, actually. This is a handmade scarf. From this, from this woman, she, she, uh, she basically had a bunch. She had like five, six kids, and she fucking, I don't know. She basically killed them, put their skeletons in the closet. Oh and like, God. like six years later, her husband opens it and comes to find out. There's a bunch of ch- skeletons just chilling in the closet. Uh, a divorce, yeah. or did they? No, they're, to, they're they're surprisingly to... still together. Like this, really? yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, this this yeah this is a handmade scarf by this fucking child serial killer and Jesus. I mean, in the wintertime, like I'll wear it sometimes too. <laughs> it's like handmade with love, you know. <laughs>
0: God and mother's love.
2: A mother's love. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, like one of her kids is still alive. Her, I mean, her kid was too too old to kill at the time, so it's like.
0: That's cr- I wonder how like how he handles it all.
2: Yeah, I've always wondered that too. And and she's still in contact with their daughter too. It's
0: really yeah. It's
2: a it's a it's a trip.
0: That's crazy, man. And is like—is she incarcerated or? Is yeah, she yeah. Not? She she
2: actually gets out. I want to say in like fifteen years.
0: So as so when she gets out, she's not gonna be dead, right? Nah, she'll
2: up. be in her sixties, I believe.
0: She, have you talked to her or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. So for your discussions with her, I don't want to take it off on a tangent, but just real fast. In your in your conversations with her, is it like how is she? Um, coped with what she did? Is she like I shouldn't have? I you know, uh, different choices, or is she like? Yeah, sure.
2: it, it was basically I was addicted to drugs. Blah blah blah. You know, it's you know, she chalks it up to she was addicted, and you know, it's oh, wow. just a horrible thing that happened. But then she's really close with her daughter now. But Whoa. obviously, she won't talk about it because she has appeals going on, and that could fuck her oh, getting that released. Does make sense? Yeah. But
0: that's the other thing too is that you know we literally all of us are capable of some of the most extreme things. So, I I mean, yeah, and I don't know if, you know, you can rebound from certain things, but I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt because, once again, we're all human. Yeah, yeah what's this inspector <laughs> right that used to be my shit yeah yeah I'm, my family didn't read shit so i watched the show i didn't know they had this public. is one of like
2: the like i was trying to bring shit true crime related to bring but i, I was like man i don't want to i don't want to fucking damage nothing in anything but yeah this is uh rod farrell uh his childhood book wait who's uh, rod farrell? he's uh he's a convicted double murderer he was he was the leader of the vampire clan he claimed he was a he was a vampire and uh He killed, uh, this girl's parents, uh, they drove from Kentucky, I believe it was, down to Florida, fucking killed them, and just took off, and there's, it's a pretty crazy case, like, uh, there was one, two, three, four people involved, two, I mean, Rod Farrell's doing life in prison, Howard Scott Anderson, all he did, like, from what he explained to me, he just drugged the bodies, you know, from wherever, and... That dude's doing life in prison. And then Dana Cooper, she's out of prison now. And uh, the other person, I believe, I believe that she testified or some shit and was like not given any time or did maybe some jail time. or. Really? Yeah.
0: Holy shit. Did yeah. he try drinking blood and shit like
2: that? Or they just, uh, I asked him know? that and he he like, he never did. He never did say if he did or not. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. But then again, who knows?
0: And so what was he like? Obsessed with Inspector Gadget?
2: No, it was, just, it was just his... I mean, he was seven when he had this book, you know. Oh, so this I is, see. This is from when he was a kid. Like, I have oh, a bunch okay. of shit from his childhood, and you know, it's... Really? Did
0: he have a... Did anyone ever elaborate on his uh, childhood? Like, did he have a distinguished childhood? Uh,
2: I, Like, I'm in contact with his mom, and his, his mom said he, he didn't really have that shitty of a childhood. You know, it's like... You know, it's... I don't know. The, he didn't have the stereotypical you know serial killer childhood raped mm-hmm. abused whatever uh, yeah uh,
0: like extreme trauma I yeah see. yeah and uh, what was uh in your discussion with her how do you feel out how she feels about it
2: uh i don't, I don't know she, she
0: just like talk about her her son in like a loving way or is with well
2: friend? it's i mean i don't know they have a weird relationship oh really yeah uh yeah she, she's i mean honestly she's a fucking crazy lady and uh
0: yeah <laughs> like uh, crazy like she tried to fuck or she just say wild ass things.
2: she's she says wild ass things oh god wait yeah.
0: like give me the wildest <laughs> okay so
2: uh so she needed like 30 bucks one time i probably shouldn't be saying this but okay, fuck you it you do have to nah no nah, it's cool okay. it's cool uh yeah, so uh, she needed to make 30 bucks one time, so I bought a couple shit off her, and she's like, yeah, I, I need to uh, I need to get some uh, some minutes on my phone so I can send some pics to my friends with benefits, and I'm like, so you need to send some dirty pictures, like, fuck it, like, give me this and that, and yeah. we'll call it good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, I mean, every single one of us has to come, so. Yeah, exa- exactly, things. exactly. And if you don't, then I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: So you got like some of his childhood stuff. That's interesting. And and is are other people interested in collecting those kind of things too? Like childhood memorabilia.
2: Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who who was going ape shit for it for a while, and damn, you know, like yeah. There's. I mean, the 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 older the the older the stuff, basically, the more value or more rare it is. Depending depending on who it is, like it's yeah. uh, Childhood shit is always cool to see before you know they blossomed into this, you know, psychopathic murderer. Yeah, that's
0: my fan- fascination is, is in the transition period. It's, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, what what sets that off and um, also in relation to the way that I view the world and reality, like why, what is the difference between me and them in that sense? Like, uh, that's what, is it uh, the initial curiosity, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What's this shit?
2: That's a uh, prison shank.
0: What? Yeah. Wait, who's prison shank?
2: I have no idea, honestly. I, ju- I just I just bought it, and I, I yeah. I, I used to have the spree killers uh, shank. You know, uh, I think I sold that like a year and a half ago.
0: Was it like of this same makeup or? Was nah, it, it was
2: like made out of-, out of a toothbrush actually, and you know the the uh, handle yeah, the yeah, handle yeah, where you hold the toothbrush. It was just it was just he, like, sharp as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: I see. Damn, and I wonder what the clip. It into your pants. That's actually pretty Yeah, fun, yeah. Man. I believe that's what that is, is for. Fucking innovation along there. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. You fuck someone up. It's yeah. blunt, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I cut one of my friend's arms with, uh, <coughs> whoops, sorry. Ah! I'll put that there. Um, <laughs> I cut one of my friend's arms with a machete when I was not know Because he was, we were trying to, uh, cut down, like, an area in the forest. I don't want to uh, make the forest. Yeah. And that machete was really blunt. He put his arm out right in front of where I was about to cut to, like, hold the tree down, and it's whack right on his forearm. Because it was blunt, though, instead of being, like, a really tiny incision, it was just splayed, fuck, like yeah. three inches wide, and there was blood everywhere. Yeah, a
2: machete can fuck somebody up.
0: I was fucking, yeah, frightened as all hell. I think I was about 11 years old, and I'm crying, he's not, because I guess he's in shock, and we go to his mom's, take him to the hospital and the doctor uh takes his mom aside from so with him and he's like would you you know you, you can sue them would you like to sue them and she's like no it's my friend cool fucking asshole <laughs> but anyway <laughs> yeah one object's fucking crazy though
2: yeah Damn.
0: and is that all that you got
2: i mean that's not that all that i have yeah but, but uh let's that's see. all that we
0: got for that yeah, see, fucking, okay. yeah, OJ, yeah.
2: this, yeah, this, uh, here's a little octopus.
0: Octopus? That's fucking cool, man. Octopus are insane.
2: Yeah. I have, like, wow. I don't know, 10, 20 of those just fucking laying around. Really? Yeah.
0: What, it's just, like, octopus... <laughs> Outfits awesome. uh, galore! <laughs> damn, man, how did you get them all at once? Or yeah, were you just yeah. Going through? Okay. Yeah. Be funny if you're like going through an obsession, constantly looking.
2: Nah, up. I mostly just buy shit in bulk, honestly, because it's just easier and cheaper, and you know, there's more profit that way, and fucking, you know.
0: So you don't you don't necessarily seek things out most of the time. It's just opportunistic.
2: Where yeah, just, I mean, sometimes I seek things out, but a lot of time, like I run this fairly large group. You know, this it's called Murderabilia Oddities Buy Sell Trade, and the good thing about it is that like i have to approve the post so i i see everything before their post and oh, it's so, like so oh dibbed, right? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> exactly exactly that's
0: a smart way to do it though because then you get some return on running the whole site because or yeah the community because i imagine otherwise you don't get really any other compensation
2: yeah yeah and i mean it's it's fun too it's it's
0: how long have you been doing it for
2: uh, I've had my website since 2015, but I've been collecting since 2010, almost fucking almost eight years. That's fucking crazy. Since I was uh 19.
0: 19. So when did all this kind of start? Like your your fascination with uh, 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 criminals. And
2: well, when I was when I was mu- I must have been like eight or nine. I, I was watching this TV show on Charles Manson, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then I watched more and more of it. You know, the La Bianca and the the Tate murders, and uh, it just just piqued my interest, and I started watching documentaries and TV shows, and by the time I was 17, or no, it was 18, I was, yeah, I was 18, uh, I met a dude who, like, wrote this serial killer in California, and he's like, hey, I'm gonna hook you up with this dude, like, try and write him i'm like nah he's not gonna write back so i wrote him he wrote back i wrote another guy he wrote back i wrote another guy he wrote back and i was like fuck it like i'm gonna try to write all these people was and it,
0: was there like a community online that you yeah, found yeah when you were a kid basically yeah when i was
2: 18 there was this there was this like forum that's no longer around and i met a lot of people that were interested in true crime and i was just like i had no idea that people even could write to serial killers let alone all these fucking notorious inmates and come to find out there was a there was a hobby called murderabilia and i was i was just like damn that's fucking crazy and i started writing people and then come come uh, like 2013 i had a pretty fairly large collection that i sold it all and then i I started all over again and i've just been fucking doing it ever since and
0: And when you were uh you were starting to write um to the individuals what what was the what was attractive about it like where, where i was
2: just i was just like fascinated because like i would watch these shows and be like damn like what what makes somebody want to go and fucking kidnap this girl you know like rape and mutilate her and torture her and then kill her like mm-hmm. i mean it was just it was just like what what can possess somebody to do that and you know talking to all these inmates you know i, I have a little bit of an understanding but not i mean not every single one is the same and it's yeah. It's, it's always a trip, especially talking to people that I've even been talking to for, like, seven, eight years now, and it's, like, damn. You
0: get to sell these deeper relationships. Yeah, because I
2: watch all these TV shows on these guys, and, yeah, that's, like, that's interesting, that's cool, but it's 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 different to hear it from their mouth, you know, it's, like...
0: Well, and with the TV shows, they're entertaining you. Yeah. And, and like, when they're entertaining you, they're cherry-picking ideas, and they're also... generally, they're biased. Yeah. To, to whatever kind of... Um, Thing that they're trying to push, like an idea or a notion, and you know they're trying to be entertaining. And I I agree, it's interesting because you get the spectrum of behavior—the unfiltered, unfettered behavior of that individual. Yeah, yeah. And that that takes a lot of courage, though I would imagine, like, um, to be able to push through the social taboos, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people I find are constrained about what other people think of them. Yet you're just like, fuck it. And in a lot of ways, I respect that um, because at, around that time in eighteen, I, I wouldn't. It would be very hard for me to do something, and not like yeah, yeah, and not as it should be. It's just you know something that I create within my own mind. Because in the end, I think people understand. Yeah. But w- when you were, um, as you're getting this uh, general idea, like w- what what are the notions that you've accumulated from talking to all these people? I, I know it is different, but yeah, I, uh, if you were to generalize
2: grossly generalized uh you know i've never really thought about that but uh i don't know it's it's
0: it's like an echo of abuse from their childhood or
2: it's 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 a whole lot of shit like i mean i mean i've met i've met some inmates that have had really fucked up childhoods but then i've met i met i've met some that have had perfect childhoods and people just like killing you know it's like it's i can't help myself i like like i had the urges i you know it, it is what it is like I just like killing and it's like well okay you know it's
0: like the pharmacopia that I would imagine is produced um, doing any of that like from the adrenaline rush the fear of getting caught mm-hmm. um, also the, the cycle of like uh, how you view yourself in relationship to the rest of society like if for example you know some of us including myself grow up and you have this um, notion that uh, you're different, you're separate from people, when in reality you're not, but you start behaving in ways that further isolate you to mm-hmm. confirm that belief that you are not like everyone, you don't fit in, you don't belong. Yeah, you. yeah, And yeah. I could see how, like, I know it's gross generalization because so many things are compounding, but seeing, like, the psychological aspect, um, and the social aspect mm-hmm. also, Playing with the pharmacopoeia in your own mind of the rush, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and all that expectation wrapped in there, I, I can kind of understand that. And it's interesting because we we tend to have this us and them idea of things. Yeah. So even like if you go repu- like political Republican Democrat, them Democrats are you know trying to take do all this shit and they hate the gays, and then or you look at it from the other side and it's like these republic or these uh, Democrats, rather, they're um, they're trying to take away all our money through taxes. Mm-hmm. But there is no us in them. There never is. Even yeah, yeah, people who make poor choices. It's literally just uh, a compilation of choices. And mm-hmm. we're no different from that because we're literally choices away from being that person. Yeah. and so when you when you've written to these people, have you found like levels of humanity in them? Like have you been able to relate? Uh, so not to the murdering aspect, but I mean to them on like, a, oh, this guy's just a person. He's I mean, crazy. honestly,
2: like like quite a few people, I'd say, I mean, I'd say at least six or seven inmates, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's, I mean, I consider that a lot considering how many people I write, you know. I mean, there's some people that I write that are just loony as fuck. But yeah, and that's the, you it's do like, have
0: people who are like literally off. Yeah. But, I oh, damn, that's
2: interesting. Yeah, it's it's always a trip. Like you never know what you're gonna get, you know, writing these dudes, and whether it's all this art or what the content of a letter is, especially dealing with a mentally ill inmate. Like I can, there's there's a lot of crazy <laughs> crazy stories that I have dealing with these loony as fuck inmates, like this black white supremacist in Georgia. Wait, and
0: what? Okay, tell me about the, the black white supremacist. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, nice. yeah. This this dude, he murdered four gay people. Um, in Georgia and he claims that he's innocent because the gay people were too fat and he w- he wouldn't be able to strangle them because they were too fat.
1: What?
2: Yeah, that's his defense. And uh teaching
0: jujitsu What the fuck, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: um Yeah that so he he said that he can't strangle them because they're fat. Yeah. And he killed the gay people. Is that it? Like he's just
2: White gay guys? Well, I, I I honestly don't know the race of them, but I but he's or, he's a he was a male prostitute at one time he claims, but he's he's not gay. Did he ever say why he was a male
0: prostitute? I, yeah, I've been a male prostitute too. <laughs> <prostitutes. I'm> Straight <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got five bucks Andrew? <laughs> yeah, Just exactly,
2: exactly. I mean, yeah, he he's a fucking trip. Like he's
0: and, like. You've talked to him About being a prostitute Did he explain why He was a prostitute
2: Nah he just told me He used to He used to make money You know Hoeing himself basically And it's <laughs> like
1: Turning tricks Okay
2: I'm not I mean I'm I don't judge anybody On this planet. it's like Yeah you know, exactly Get that money Do what you gotta do
0: yeah, I would <laughs> I mean Not men no, Yeah I mean, yeah yeah Women But <laughs> that's just cause I, I don't I couldn't get hard As a man so. <laughs> Yeah yeah He <laughs> yeah, had bad customer service I <laughs> Yeah. And did he ever explain anything else? So he killed. So he just killed those guys, right? Yeah. And that's his, that's what he got um, in prison for.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's doing life in prison, and he talks about getting out and what he's gonna do when he's get when he gets out. But a lot okay. of these guys do, you know. Wait,
0: well, like what's he talk about when he gets out? Is he talking about changing or, or just doing the same behaviors?
2: No. Well, well, he's he's innocent. Oh. So he's he wouldn't he he wouldn't kill anybody and he knows he knows who he knows who did it and blah 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 you know it's it's he's one of those guys
0: yeah so he's like in straight up denial and that's interesting because um i've met some people who've had some se- severe trauma in their life like a uh, rape for instance mm-hmm. and being locked in it's just pigeon coops just fucked up shit yeah yeah and their their mind's defense mechanism and i think they do it intentionally is it never happened. It's, yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And like that's so fascinating. But the, I'm always curious if that still informs their behavior even though that they blocked it out. That, like, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Just, just because you don't remember it, the trauma still exists.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess every single person is different and not, not every... Not even a single two are the same. Yeah, I mean true. there might be similarities in some cases, but you know, it's it's yeah. there's...
0: Yeah, it'd be mere speculation at that point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um when he when you have conversations with him, does he seem pretty level headed now or
2: No. Not like not really. Off. It's like <laughs> just all over the place and Yeah, he's that dude is a trip. He's probably well, I want to say the craziest person I've ever met. He's probably number two, number three. And he's black. He's black.
0: And he hates black
2: people. Yeah. Where was he?
0: Where was he at?
2: Georgia. Oh. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. So, like, what? How did you get the notion that he hated black people?
2: He 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 he'll say it. He'll like every letter. He'll he'll just drop racial slurs and say you know. Uh, he would call me his white king and his white his knight his white knight in shining armor and what ba- there's i have like i don't know 10 15 page letters where he's just going on and on about the black race and how they're just scum and this and that and i'm like do you do you, do you not realize you're african american like it's, yeah what? yeah
1: what
2: he's he's just a little delusional
1: that's crazy
0: That reminds me of the fucking, um...
2: Clayton Bigsby, Dave Chappelle? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That
0: was my favorite Dave Chappelle band. Yeah, yeah. That was the shit. I wonder if that was after this guy did that shit.
2: Uh, I believe, I believe it was, yeah. (laughs) But it's, yeah, it's fucking hilarious thinking about it. Wow.
0: And so you said number two crazy. Number, yeah. What's
2: the number one? Uh... Number one would probably... Probably have to be the Seattle Pacific University shooter, uh... What? Um, yeah, I, I visited him one time in, no- uh, like, a month or two after he was arrested, actually. Wait,
0: this motherfucker shoot down at school? Yeah, oh, yeah, the oh.
2: Seattle Pacific University, the Christian school? Oh, I, I know, I didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he shot, he, sh- he, well, he killed one person and he wounded a few others, and he told me all about it, like, he was, uh, well, he has a bunch of defense, uh... You know a bunch of defenses like he he, the, he was channeling the columbine killers and
0: wait so what was his story like so
2: he he went to he went to school well he said like, he told me like because i mean I, I visited him only one time in person and, and what from what he told me he was being bullied at school so he took a gun to school and he was like i'm gonna show these people
0: and he's just like this is rational this is
2: legit yeah yeah like yeah like i'm i'm, I'm just gonna i'm just gonna show these people you know that they shouldn't have fucked with me or whatever. So mm-hmm. he goes to the school. He he starts shooting people, and he I don't know I don't I honestly don't remember how many people he hit. He for sure killed one person, and he tell he tells me like as he's loading his weapon, this dude just come and fucking tackles him, and it's Damn. it's over. And That's he told me he was like I was so upset when that happened because I couldn't get any more uh, rounds off, and I was like hey like it happens. <laughs> when it's
0: Jesus Christ? When, when he was saying that, were you talking to him in person? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like
2: uh, we, he was, he was behind glass, and we were talking did on the he phone. He
0: genuinely looked like really sad. No, when no, he said that? no. Oh, he's just like stone cold. Well, he, the whole
2: time he was like looking down. He was like twiddling his thumbs. Oh, so and something's like, off about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Damn. And so, what? What else did he say? Was that pretty much about it? Like he. he well, we.
2: Yeah, like we talked. We talked about like you know like sports and politics. Like any sports? No? uh yeah well yeah he's i mean he's from washington you know so oh, he, he was a mariners fan and a seahawks fan oh, and sure. okay. yes yeah, so we we were talking about that and we were talking about just like what his favorite food was what he did on the outside like he was an avid fisher and hunter oh, really? um yeah
0: and have you had the, that's strange like fisher and hunter and i, I don't want to be um presumptive but With those things, you have a certain level of security and, um, like, uh, resilience, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that surprises me that his reaction would be so overblown to being bullied. Whereas opposed to, you know what I mean, you more of, I picture, like, with hunting and fishing, um, you've experienced being out in the wilderness, Mm -hmm. the demands that it puts on you. Uh, like you gotta pay attention and shit. and if you don't, you've got to take care of yourself essentially. yeah, um, I would imagine that that would uh, strengthen your resolve to where some little bullying incident you you'd be able to uh, hand cope a little better. but do you did you have to like, learn over time how to be able to get these people to open up is they're guarded or are they not not not
2: really i mean some of them are guarded but honestly you know when i tell them you know i'm like we don't have to speak about your crimes you know like i'm you know i obviously know that you you have appeals and you know i know if you talk about it that's gonna fuck shit up and it's gonna make things more hard on you so i mean a lot of them will open up a lot of them won't like there's i can think of at least five off the top of my head that I currently write or have wrote in the past that I've opened up about their case and to, um, to the extent of you know bragging about it, I've, I'd say like two, two or three out of the five.
0: Have oh, bragged about it. Yeah. Oh wow. When you were talking with um, this guy, what was his name?
2: Uh oh, the Seattle Pacific shooter, yeah. uh, Aaron Yarba.
0: When you're talking to Aaron, was did he have like? Did he seem like he was uh, unattended? Or whoops, oh, sorry. He was unattached from the
2: conversation like he, he yeah kind of i mean like it, like he wouldn't give me any eye contact you know he'd be like twiddling his thumbs he'd be like just messing with his clothing and he just i don't know he, like he had the shakes and i mean I, I i know he was like i would know he was heavily medicated at the time and i'm pretty sure he's a paranoid schizophrenic i'm almost positive about that How and uh was he? You know he was he was he was my age like he was he, he's got to be in his mid to late 20s now. Like, he's hes not old at all. I've
0: heard that, like, with the schizophrenia, it's, I think it's 20 to 25 somewhere is when it starts, like, starts yeah. to show. But some people, like my... Um, one of my friends who works in the medical industry, um, she says that at the same time, though, that it goes undiagnosed usually up until that point to where it gets severe. Um. Is it, you said you've had people who have bragged about it before so like what one uh, what person points out to you
2: the most uh there's a guy that I write fairly often uh and he was convicted of well he was convicted of one murder uh he met his uh future wife when he was writing her as a pen pal, he got out, or and I I guess I should say, like, in the, I don't know, 70s, 80s, he got his mom in a trailer visit, tried to rape her, uh, and uh he got out of prison, killed, I want to say, four other women, carved I love Jesus into one of them, uh, what? and he, he brags about it a lot, because, I mean, if you think about it, like, he has no family, and the family that he does have, you know, he fucked up, like, he, he admits, you know, he molested and raped his daughters and his child fu- uh, cra- not funny enough but crazy enough his uh son was in prison for molesting his uh i believe it was daughter-in-law he's out of prison now but it's like you know the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree
0: well that's the thing is that i i feel in my experience with the small shit that i have is that you have to make an active attempt mm-hmm. to be able to make different decisions than your parents because it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. literally no effort to just continue. Yeah, like,
2: speaking of, like, parent like, like uh, I was watching a Jeffrey Dahmer interview once and Jeffrey Dahmer had no idea, like, his dad had dreams of killing people. What? And then Jeffrey Dahmer actually killed people and he, he he's like, how does that make you feel? And he's like, I had no idea. And it's like, Whoa. but obviously that dude was... Severely fucked up.
0: Yeah, he I, I, Like he didn't have any remorse for the things that he did. Like psycho, like kind of like a psychopath in the sense that he he didn't have any emotion. Yeah, 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 like, oh, yeah. Okay. See, I'm not. I don't re- know very much about Jeffrey Dahmer. I've always been very curious.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dahmer's Dahmer's a a very interesting one.
0: Mm-hmm. That's interesting, and you you do see that is like where. It's almost like a continuation from our barbaric fucking ancestors. I don't even mean that like in Mm. the fucking caveman days, I just mean pre-information age without the internet and accessibility to each other, is that people that I have met overwhelmingly pre, I think, what, 1950s, really fucked up, like, um, uh, home life. yeah. Yeah. Really fucked up. You either getting just beat to shit. Well, if you
2: think about it, back then and like it was normal, and I mean, not not necessarily normal, but it, like if you were being beat back then, it's like you know, mind your own business. It's you know, this yeah. is this is my wife, my property, Even whatever. And kids was kind of yeah. like,
0: legit in the sense. Yeah, it's
2: like you know, you didn't say shit. You know, it's whatever. You know, it's looking back, it's it's really fucked up and crazy how history was compared to, I mean, even in 2017, we still got a lot of shit going on, but compared to back then, it's like, fuck, like, I can't imagine.
0: I can't either, man. We live in in such a time where everything is so nerfed, and I don't mean it in like a pejorative sense we need to go back or some fucking nostalgic shit like that, Mm -hmm, but... mm. You have people who, who grow up and, you know, they... No one gave them the notion of, you know, how to how to structure their lives or structure their children's lives merely acting off of fucking uh, sex, food, and emotion, Yeah. essentially. And, like, I've met people where it was commonplace for them not to just beat the shit out of their kids, but their wife, mm-hmm. and they've been molested, and then their parents... Same fucking thing. Yeah. And, and you... When talking to the... So, like, uh, I have this one person in mind right now. It's not just one example that I'm pulling from. There's actually a huge pool of um, elderly individuals that I've had conversations with. But this one individual, it, it just acts like it was fucking normal, man. And he's like, well, I, I wanted to, you know, make different choices. Um, but the, the spectrum, like, we... You're a little different. But... Um,
2: we, I'll admit that.
0: We never... It, when I say you're a little different is, I guess, to prepare for this statement, which is we never encounter death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very likely that almost everyone in our country, for instance, is not going to see someone die in front of them in their entire life. Mm-hmm. And that, looking at history um, through a reading and shit of that sort, Yeah. that is really uncommon. Like, death dying and also um, personal well-being, like having to defend yourself, was something that you had to um, that was in your hands on a daily basis. W- you know, like pre-1800s and stuff like that, where, where you can get robbed at any yeah, yeah. time. And, um, well, I don't know how we got off on that big-ass standard, but <laughs> the, the guy who, oh, we were on the guy who carved I Love Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So, so why would he carve I Love Jesus in someone's fucking
1: forehead?
2: Uh, it, it was, I believe it was the back. I, oh, the back, yeah. I, I honestly have no idea. I've, I've never asked him. I, I don't know, may, maybe I will next time I talk to him because I've, I've always been curious. You know, it's, I mean, obviously he wasn't a Christian, so yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I mean, I, like, maybe it was just like trolling in a sense, you know, like, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's like, <laughs> trolling pre predating the internet.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking murder trolling. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's crazy. But then again, though, you, you have people who have these warped notions of um, of reality and the institutions that they that they follow. Like this is mild. The Christians, Catholics, who drink, put tattoos on their bodies, so on and so forth. And you also have this weird. Um, maybe this is movies. Correct me. I'm wrong. Obviously, you've interviewed many of these individuals, um, but with people who have psychological breaks, they often go and fixate on like angels, demons, and Jesus. Or is that movies that is? Shocking? Uh, I mean, there's
2: like a f- there's like a few that have. I mean, the most notorious one being Son of Sam, David Berkowitz, when the whole possession of the 500-year-old dog. Wait. Um,
0: what? 500 year old dog yeah disaster.
2: well well it was a 500 year old demon that was inside his neighbor's dog um yeah you if you ever if, i mean you should check out summer of sam it's it's a fairly good movie and i believe adrian brody's in it too it's about huh? david berkowitz yeah Holy shit. yeah the, the case i mean he's the son of hope now like he's all godly and christian and now yeah like, now changed yeah so he, he's he been like that since i want to say like i don't know the 90s 80s maybe like he's jesus. Yeah. Not yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, did he kill the
2: dog uh, i don't think so no uh, no the dog. maybe Ooh. maybe <laughs> i got peanut butter that would that would explain a lot, yeah, explain <laughs> a lot. i'm gonna extricate
0: this demon with my <laughs> jesus that's crazy and, so that one guy who was bragging, what was he bragging about? He-
2: uh just basically just basically like how just reliving the crime over and over and over, you know, I this is how I killed her and
0: Is he gonna get released one day?
2: Nah, he's on death row. Oh. Yeah.
0: Do you have you interviewed other in- people or written to other people who are on death row?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. I I talked to quite a few people on Death Row and have in the past and
0: for do they brag mostly? I know you can't uh, but do they brag or do not, they feel remorse? Not a whole
2: lot. Not a whole lot. I mean, I mean, you gotta you gotta think like being on death row. Like, if you if you fuck up, like talking about your case or anything, and the pol- parole board or or whomever, whomever you know has the power of authority, like they can totally you, you can your appeals can get fucked, and right. I mean you can you can speed up the process of you being killed. In a, in a, I mean, obviously, in a state that
0: they'll kill you sooner.
2: Well, it depends, you know, like
0: the appeal is saying that, like, I don't agree with what you guys decided, right?
2: Well, you have like a certain amount of appeals until you're actually executed. So when, so when you're sentenced to death, I don't know. Say you have like five appeals, and you know, you your your attorney appeals your death sentence, and once oh. you're out of appeals, then you get an execution date, then. You're basically toast. Oh
0: shit! And so they so to an, a certain extent, you may or may not get like a filtered conversation. Yeah, death row, I mean, death row.
2: yeah, I mean, it, it just depends on the individual. Like some people, I mean, some people are truly remorseful. Some people say they are and are just bullshitters. And what's some, one
0: that sticks sticks out to you the most is a genuine um, like remorse
2: uh david berkowitz actually i used to write him i don't i don't correspond him with him anymore the son of sam we were just talking about he he i mean he he genuinely like i feel like he's he's definitely remorseful and
0: what has he said that like uh, is there anything that like sticks out to you that you're like oh well
2: uh, well one of the very last letters maybe the second or third to last letter uh i asked him you know uh if he gets out of prison one day what would he do and he's like you know I never want to get out of prison. I don't I don't feel like I should be able to get out of prison. I feel like I should die in here for what I've done. I, I don't deserve to live on the outside. And crazy enough, uh, from what he was telling me, he was in contact with one of either the surviving victim or one of the victim's family members and reached out and basically was forgiven by one of them. And like, I, I truly feel like he is remorseful of out of anybody. Like, I can't think of, Anybody else? I mean, there's people that say they're remorseful, but you know, I don't know. False flat sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, it's hmm. interesting. And is there anyone that like? Do you ever talk to women?
2: Uh, yeah. Have they tried to
0: yeah. fuck you. I'm sorry. I,
2: I mean, you. there's there's.
0: Because um, there's immense power in being a woman and talking to a man, and genuinely, if you use yeah, sex, you can use. That mean, as a power yeah, they,
2: they, I mean, yeah, they 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 do they do. I I have what I saw. many like sexual letters and many erotic <laughs> letters. Like is
1: <guess>. <laughs>
2: Uh, some yeah yeah oh, shit. yeah yeah. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, you're surrounded by women all day, and I mean you have the urge for dick like i mean i i i get it i yeah, get it i, I mean too. it's like yeah the, the women are definitely interesting
0: are they um are they fix it like is it a sexual thing when um uh with
2: some of them i mean some of them like i write i write one woman and she considers health her con- considers herself like a motherly figure to myself and oh, wow.
0: she killed kids
2: uh no she yeah, right. she she killed uh uh, like hospital patients. Uh, she was in. She was an angel of death.
0: She's a nurse. And yeah. She just straight up killed people. Yeah, and in, injecting
2: poison shit into their you know IVs and whatever.
0: Did she? Did she ever like elaborate on what got her there or why she was? She's like... innocent.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. How old is she? Was she really old? Uh, I believe I want to say she was like. In her 30s, maybe, when this happened? Yeah, 30s. I want, Yeah, 30s. 30s? Yeah. Wow. There's actually a woman in Texas that is getting out, I want to say next year or the year after, who, who killed quite a few kids. Her name is Janine Jones. The, t- the state of Texas is trying to, you know, slap her with some more charges due to, like, overcrowding. They're releasing people, and it's a big fucking deal right now. Like, she's, like, I'd be surprised if she or i wouldn't be surprised if somebody like fucks her up or kills her when she gets out cuz bunch of dead kids I and mean, she's responsible for it. Okay, she um i want to say I, i'd say I, I don't know the exact total but more than 5 for sure.
0: Whoa. In in your conversations with her? No, uh, no i
2: not, i've i've never i mean i've i've tried her probably 4 or 5 times but i've i have one thing from her and i got that in the trade and damn. yeah there's yeah she's uh kind of crazy to think about really yeah Yeah.
0: that is dude especially when it comes to a a woman because that is like i don't want to be sexist i'm not being sexist that that's like the thing is that that motherly intuition Mm -hmm. and and like when you break that like a man i can see because in and not in the way that i i see it as an acceptable thing by any means Mm -hmm. but if you look in nature um that's been replicated where, uh, like, a, so you have bears, right? Yeah. And, uh, a boar is a male bear and a sow is a female. So when the sow has a babies and a boar, cause the boar doesn't hang around the fucking sow, mm-hmm. um, the boar comes up and the sow has a kid. I don't know, maybe it's from last year or some shit's still hanging around or it's from that, year. yeah, from last year. Um, he wants to fuck because he's just concerned about procreation. Yeah. He'll eat the baby, so it sends her hmm. into uh, heat. Yeah. And then he'll fuck her. And they even, um, it's called infanticide, and they'll even eat their own children, I, I think, so that to send her into the heat to fuck. Mm-hmm. And dolphins, I think it's the same thing. Like, a lot of animals are the same thing. Not justified, but you can see, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, that that's like, you know, within the males... Uh, the, um, most of the time when uh, someone gets molested, it's usually a man molesting, you know what I mean, their child. Mm-hmm. Not a woman molesting their child. Or a man, you, there's, would you agree that there's more men uh, serial killers than there are women? Or is it
2: a I mean, yeah, the, I mean, definitely, yeah, but I mean, there are female serial killers, and then there are male serial killers and female accomplices, and there there's like thrill killers and, see, you know, couples, thing, and, actually. you know, like Charles Starkweather, Carol Fugate, uh, 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 Ian Brady uh, uh, what's her fucking name uh, I'm blanking uh, Carla Homolka, Paul Bernardo I mean there's hmm. so many um,
0: Have you have you ever had it, uh, written or uh, visited uh, one of the cu- I know you can do it both at the same time obviously but one of the couples, like a couple
2: Uh, n- No, but I have wrote couples I've wrote, I like at one point I was writing you know the boyfriend and then girlfriend who both committed the the crimes together and uh it's 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 kind of interesting because it was all her idea it was all his idea i'm innocent i'm innocent you know it's whoa yeah
0: oh shit so it's like almost tit for tat you can see his one kind of eggs the other on or something yeah yeah and
2: not not in all cases i mean like but it's it just it just varies from different inmate to inmate I mean it's
0: Yeah, that's what I was curious is if you had like a, a dominant and a submissive person. I, obviously, you can't generalize, but I mean in, in most cases,
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there are I mean, there are some cases like Paul Bernardo and uh Carla Homolka and I mean I mean Carla Homolka got out of prison and the, the very fucked up thing was she helped I mean, she helped helped uh Paul Bernardo basically rape and kill her uh sister. Mm-hmm. Uh they that, that just fucking ended, uh, really? oh, shit! but that's still going, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Paul Bernardo, uh, she, she got some, um, uh, she was, she, I, th- I believe she worked at a, uh, as a vet and she got some drugs, you know, to, um, uh, cause he wanted to have sex with her sister and she was like, I think she was like, I don't know, 16, 17 at the time. Uh, so they drugged her. She's, uh. I don't know. He was fucking around with her. She started foaming at the mouth and she died. And Whoa.
0: She helped him fuck her sister? Yeah.
2: Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And she's out of prison now, crazy enough. Like, she has her own kid, too. She's married, living somewhere in the Caribbean. But,
0: but was she like, oh,
1: push me over, like, these? Well, the,
2: the fucked up thing was she was the one that helped him abduct women. Like, they would stop and, you know, like, they were in a van and she'd be like, oh, like, excuse me, do you know how to get here, blah, blah, blah. He would come around. Mm-hmm. push the fucking ladies in there, whatever, and fucking take them back, rape them, and kill them. Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy.
0: i have always wanted because it can be so easy to coerce some people, you know what I mean? It's like, most of the time, people are very unlikely to say no. To yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And especially if you're someone who's very charismatic, because um, what was his... Charles Manson wasn't it? He was extremely charismatic.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: He was, and then he wasn't, from what I hear too, because there was his dad had something to do with like uh, music industry in L.A. and he was playing music because I've listened to his songs before because we used to get really high when we're, we're yeah in a yeah, restaurant, yeah yeah and we laughed our ass off because it sounded like shit. Um, sorry, Charles Manson fans, but fuck. And apparently they were like the people. His dad like helped him out, and he recorded all those songs, and they're like, dude, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They didn't, so th- he wasn't charismatic to them, but to other people, like, he, he could fucking pull a lot of people. Yeah, up. I
2: mean, he was, I mean, and they were all on drugs at the time. They were fucking runaways and shit, and I mean, he was just spewing Bullying. all this shit. I mean, you're a fucking high on acid listening to this dude preach to you. You're going to be like, yeah, that's fucking great. Like, and
0: when you're a runaway, too, you're looking for um, any, I would imagine... You're looking for uh, any form of structure, some form of guidance because you feel so lost and uh, alienated from, you know, whatever society or culture that you're a part of. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a trip, man. He hated fucking all races, too. He was like...
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of speculation on that. Like, there's, there's I mean, Manson, like, there's a lot of people that fucking... Support him to this day, and like there's oh really just fucking yeah. Pe- like a lot of them are just fucking crazy. A lot of them you are like ve- flat?
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm that's sorry. true. Keep going. That's true. A lot of them are th- what? Oh,
2: there, there's quite a few that are you know definitely out there. But then there's a lot of them that are very intelligent, and you know a lot of them. A lot of them are really like kind, like caring people. I mean, I mean, a lot of them, you know, air, trees, waters, animals, at what you know. I mean, yeah. they're you know they're you know, they're down for the cause to help the environment. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, I've met a lot of them that are, that are cool. Then there's some that are just like, duh, 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 duh. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Just following some fucking shit. Yeah. That's interesting though, because how large that spectrum comes. Um, how's the community surrounding this? So the people that you've met as you've plunged deeper and deeper into the, uh, the hobby, I don't want to say hobby. Uh, the interest of true crime, the people who are also interested in this, what, like, I know it's hard to, how do you feel about the community? Like, just average people? Uh, I don't think that, but I know some people. I
2: mean, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, it's average people. I mean, I mean, people, people always think it's just like weirdos and that's not the case at all. Like. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, a lot of people that I sell to, there's college professors, retired cops, you know, retired, you know, law enforcement, whether it's FBI, yada, yada, like it's, and and then there, I mean, there's some people that are definitely out there, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I can't be one to speak because I consider myself, you know, like part of the, uh, uh, like creep life and uh, like a creepling and you know I embrace that I don't give a fuck but a
0: creepling what is this this sounds like this sounds like a label so or or not a label it sounds like a club uh, yeah explain
2: this I mean <laughs> j- just just being into like creepy shit like obviously dead animals and jars and taxidermy and but shit related to serial killers I it, mean
0: it's not the idea of the creepiness that draws you know, yeah 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 no it's not strangeness or yeah, it is
2: creepiness well no it's not but I mean obviously if if you 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 uh, find somebody on the street and be like, hey, um, you know, I write to serial killers and collect things from them to be like, that's pretty fucking creepy. And I mean, Pete, like whenever I tell people that they're like, yeah, that's fucking creepy, but that's cool at the same time. But it's and creepy.
0: And I think we, we tend to jump to um, certain assumptions because in my conversations with you and talking to you about like different aspects of the community, it it's not... It seems like it's removed from the actual act of killing, and more tied to the the spectacle, mm-hmm. if if you will. Like yeah. how you watch um, car accidents, shit like that. You're not watching it because ooh, someone died.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's like the the surrounding, the ooh and the ah, not in a positive way. Just the ooh and the ah mm. surrounding it, and that's kind of what I got from be- getting to know you over the years. Is that it had nothing to do with that? It's. I would almost liken it to, or I, I would ask you, if you were to ride a roller coaster, would do you feel the similar things to when you, you're learning about these people, like the thr- like not like, mm, yeah, the, the thrills, like the oh shit,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, I do get that feeling sometimes, especially. I mean, okay, like, okay, for instance. It's just, for example, like okay, this dude raped and mutilated, made, a, mutilated these ten children, and then I'm like, okay, this dude is obviously gonna be like weird as fuck and, you know, totally out there. And then there's some people that you talk to, and it's like, you would have no idea that they were a serial killer or killed anybody. Like you would think they're just some normal ass person on the street, but I mean, they're in prison and they happen to have killed these this many people, and it's kind of crazy to think about it like that. Like there's. Like there's people in prison that have got their PhDs, master's degrees, bachelor's degrees, and they're just fucking smart. Like the Unabomber, for instance, he's fucking a genius, and so many of them you would have no idea that they were killers unless they, if they weren't in prison. You know, it's it's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, there's there's active you know serial killers and you know like murderers that don't get caught out there. And you're, mm-hmm. I think I think there's like a random fact you'll walk by a, a murderer twenty five times. Uh, in your lifetime and not even know it, just kind of a trip to think about. Yeah, you can be brushing right. shoulders with somebody, or I mean, you, this dude could have just got done killing his wife or kids, and you could just be walking by him. He could just give you a smile, say hello, and not even know it.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I find that fascinating. Obviously, doing the whole podcast, it's, it's almost a similar vein. Yeah, is that um, the spectrum of humanity. It's it's interesting. And, and even in the negative way. And it's yeah. not that I fetishize the negativity. So, like, if I find an alcoholic, for instance, mm-hmm. it's not that I'm fetishizing or I'm fixating on the alcoholism itself. It's the I'm not an alcoholic. And yeah. why am I not an alcoholic? And why are they still one? Mm-hmm. And so I, I can see that in the same way. The thing that... Why I was bringing up the roller coaster thing, though, is that's the most popular genre on yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. And that has been the most popular genre on TV for
1: years. Yeah. And yeah.
0: That what it focuses on the most is the is exotic murders mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and very very grisly murders, like without leaving the details, and that has the highest views, even when it's just repetitive. Yes.
1: Yeah. Fuck. yeah
0: and it's murder bro. yeah 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 it's nothing that's not robbery yeah it's
1: murder
2: yeah i mean if you think about it too like death is all around us whether whether people want to even look at it or not like people like people like if you ask somebody like are you fascinated with true crime they'll like they'll probably say no you know a lot of people will be too embarrassed to admit it but i mean i i can't think of one single person that isn't interested in it i mean not everybody's going to be like, hey, I want to write to a serial killer or, hey, I want to watch this documentary or something. If you if you just spout some random facts about Jeffrey Dahmer, they'll be like, that's creepy, but that's fucking crazy. Like, that's interesting. Yeah, see, there's a draw to it. Yeah, what yeah.
0: It's not endorsing it. It's yeah. Just, what the fuck? Yeah. And, yeah, and, that, and that's what I find, too, in our conversations. Is I'm just like, whoa. That, I didn't even know that someone can go, you know, that far. Yeah. Intellectually and emotionally. And, um. And the, how it's a cult, such a huge cultural taboo. I, I think it almost perverts it. Yeah. And when you pervert something, that becomes negative for the for the general aspect of humanity. Like, mm-hmm. and we do fixate on death a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be in the sense of someone got murdered. It's just almost everything. News is the same thing. Yep. It's and if you go off of the idea that um, if it bleeds, it leads mm-hmm. That whatever they put up there, they're trying to give you entertainment for all news, and the type of things that they give you are fear-inducing things. It's not pleasure-inducing most of the time. It's fear-inducing. Yeah, yeah. And that's weird. That that those are the things that we fixate: is death and fear and thrill. Yeah. Over almost anything else. Yeah. But we we don't on a day-to-day basis, though. If you look at it. On, um, if you like, step back and you look at our civilization and mm-hmm. its progress. Uh, just from a very generalist point of view, our lives have been constantly threatened yeah. on a day-to-day basis. And yeah, we, we experience that in the woods. Mm-hmm. So when we go out into the woods, um, my son, um, you've brought it up before. I felt it when I was by myself, uh, especially when I first started going out. Is, is something going to kill me?
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Am
0: I going to fall off am I going to starve to death? But yeah. When does that ever enter your mind in society?
2: Never really. I mean, unless... It never really does cross my mind, honestly.
0: And when when is that a thing? Because up to a certain point, there was no, like, huge society. We were interfacing with the wild yeah, in yeah. the same ways that we do when we go backpacking. Yeah, time. yeah even less, even if you had, like, a, a homestead, and you had to ride a fucking horse, mm-hmm. like, a day's away to the next town. Yeah. What, like, you literally, if I don't, my crops don't make it this year, I am dead. Yep. If all my sons die, fuck, I can't care for myself when I'm old. Yep. And, and now, even though we operate machines, where the likelihood of death is pretty high, like, driving mm-hmm. cars on the fucking road. Yeah. But still, none of that, like, that adrenaline dump or that, um, yeah, the adrenaline dump or our lives being risked and enters our mind. And I think it's very telling how we as a society, in America anyways, fixate on things related to death and that are Mm fear-inducing.
2: I mean, and the the whole, the media plays it like, like what's going on right now in Virginia is the whole white supremacist, Nazis, like people people you know wanting to fucking i don't know this dude has a as a, has a bald haircut so let's let's beat this dude up let's kill this dude because he's a white supremacist or vice versa you know it's like and i don't know the, the media definitely plays into a lot of pandemic and about you know murder and mayhem and i mean it's
0: if, if, but if it did not elicit interest from people yeah, I'm not justifying it, but once again, it, it's like it's almost like they uh, you, you tap into a biological response mm-hmm. within us because that's that's what innovation is drove to is that they do something and if it resonates with us deeply, then we continue. And fear res- tends to resonate like fear or trauma is way more memorable, mm-hmm. as you know with people who have, people who have committed like serial killers and stuff. Trauma is more memorable. Pleasure, yeah, is, oh, yeah, like, totally. You know, experience pleasure. It's like, yeah, I, I had a nice weekend, I went on this trip, and uh, or I had a nice weekend rather, and you're gonna forget that not a uh, quicker than you would forget, like, um, I almost drowned when I was a kid and mm-hmm. resuscitated, or I overdosed, or something that is fear inducing. And I, I think it's, uh this is quite a bit of a tangent, but I, I think it's important to, or not important. There should be regulation that does not allow people to tap into um, the negative aspects of humanity. Yeah. Because you can't tell me that, oh, well, you shouldn't be watching, you know, um, someone, you shouldn't be watching a school shooter on um, the news. Yeah, If you don't yeah. like it. Well, I, when they put it on there... It's almost biologically I am overwhelmed Mm. by the impulse to watch this. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be able to display this to me, Mm -hmm. at least to the extent that they do. Yeah, yeah. It's not that we shouldn't... But it's not that you shouldn't know about it and explore it, even like you're doing. I think that's important. Yeah. I mean unvoluntarily when you switch to channel four that's going to accidentally come on i think you should have to be able to seek it out to learn more about yeah
2: it. yeah and it's it's always in your face i mean like i i was on facebook the other day and there like four of the what 15 trending topics was you know there was a bombing in whatever country uh this cop got killed this that like i mean it's murder cells you know sex drugs rock and roll fucking murder and mayhem and no, it's there's not much we can uh do. I mean it's just it's always in our face. Yeah. And it's I mean it's an interesting topic and death's always gonna happen. There's no inevitable way of you know prolonging death. I mean, we're all gonna die one day, we're all gonna you know, rot in the ground and fucking bugs are just gonna be crawling up our asshole in our mm-hmm. eyes, you know, just fucking us up
0: hopefully i'm halfway there so when it crawls up my ass <laughs> i come a little bit um, <laughs> exactly exactly if and the the other thing is, is exploring this is if we would all become aware like in you the way that you process things and that you have become aware how these people have gotten to these situations how do you internalize that so when you walk about you know life and Um, you get frustrated Mm -hmm. and you would see that an individual who, uh, has committed these crimes is like, I'm going to shoot someone like that one guy down in Seattle. Um, obviously in my belief as well, it doesn't, it doesn't create those desires for you. Yeah. Yeah. How, How does it inform you? Does it like, like, does that make any sense?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I've, I've never really thought that deep about it Mm -hmm. like
0: because when i like when i see that for instance there was a a really good book um it i forgot what the book was called but it's all about how when hitler uh took over and the police officers
2: oh yeah, yeah yeah uh that tried to kill him
0: um, no, the police officers were commanded to like do some like they ended up okay. The, the German police would uh, kill Jews, and they would be responsible for putting them in the concentration camps. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, they didn't start off as being discriminatory. They didn't start yeah. off a desire to kill people. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Well, because if you don't do this, we're going to kill you and your entire family.
0: Well, in the, in the book though, it started off it was different because there was no threats involved in that way. What huh. the book was elaborating on was it literally takes you step by step. Huh. all of this and through I forget who wrote it too but like through the act of killing and the, the whole thing was is that okay these these guys started off I'm gonna dumb this down and butcher the shit out of this but these guys started off as cops and you get them to do um, okay uh, arrest Jews for instance mm-hmm. uh, I don't really feel comfortable with that but uh, what am I gonna do you know, yeah this yeah, yeah country it's going that way Yeah at least you're not asking me to kill them alright um So, go into their houses and arrest all Jews. Uh, I, but it's, so you've just been comfortable now with arresting, you know, troublesome Jews. And now, because you've gotten comfortable with that, you have a new baseline. Yeah. And so, asking you to, uh, to arrest all Jews and barge into their houses, that's just a little bit more. It's not pushing you way far. And then it would go to, you know, pushing in internment camps, and then it goes to um, the abuse, the violence, and then the killing, mm. and seeing them as uh, objects and lesser people. Yeah. How they get there, though, it wasn't as like, okay, these guys are a lesser race, and you need to kill them all and uh, put them in an internment camp. No. It was a slow but surely thing. And they didn't realize it. It was like baby steps. Yeah. And... In consideration of that, I I see it within. I'm aware of that now, kind of. When I when I'm having like a um, an argument with someone, Mm. and this this might be way bit of a stretch, but they blow up on me, right? They get angry at me. Yeah. And because I know that every human has the capability, if they're pushed in some form, like not pushed like I make you mad, you're gonna kill me, but pushed in some extreme form, that they have the capacity to hurt someone, and then pushed in another extreme form, that they'd have the compassionate to help someone, mm. the same person, is that in every situation, I'm a little more empathetic. Yeah, So, yeah. when someone is, like, freaking out, I just listen, and I try my best to calm. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I understand, like, and not to criticize them for... Their explosive emotions and just emotions are not murder because if it was murder that's a whole different story I would I don't know what to do mm. I'd probably put you somewhere so then I can go from there yeah and that's another thing a segue which brings me on to how do you major for the people that you've spoken with and how they've internalized what they've done or didn't do um it do you what do you do do you just I know you don't have the answer but like locking them away for the, for the entirety of their lives unless they're like that one guy that you spoke of earlier yeah yeah uh w- the uh son of hope where yeah he's obviously changed but he doesn't want out
2: yeah and i mean frankly he doesn't deserve to be out i mean he killed quite a few people and i don't know i mean i don't feel like throwing like locking them up and throwing away the key is the answer i mean obviously they should never be released but they should do they should be some they should be productive to an extent i mean obviously you're not going to put them on the side of the road picking up trash when this dude raped and brutally killed like 15 20 women i mean i don't know i mean there's i mean and and some prisons they have some programs you know adopt a cat adopt a dog and some they even have death row inmates you know where they get to you know care for abused cats or dogs and that's that's an awesome program they're like obviously you know they, they shouldn't they shouldn't be around the general public and you know that would that would obviously be a huge liability but throwing them away and locking locking them up throwing away the key is not the answer at all because it's it's like the media portrays them as a monster well if you lock someone up and throw away the key there's your monster
0: you it. yeah that's what yeah. We we're talking about when you're interested in true crime and if you're like oh you're fucking weird then you pervert it and you actually do create people who uh, might make some different choices because mm-hmm. you just perverted what it was. Yeah. if it's like a hobby, it's like, oh, we're talking about
2: yeah, it. Perverse, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly.
0: And uh, that's interesting looking at it from that kind of angle is that would be, that would be a very compassionate, that could be a very, I don't want to say would, but could be a very compassionate way to handle it mm-hmm. because you're giving them a supervised environment to almost live freely. Yeah. A sense of, you know, to operate. And I think it would be interesting if you did do that, like, like what you're talking about and to continue with it. Cause originally what I would think is, okay, you just lock this guy in a cell and he lives out his miserable life. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the point of that? And why do we have the right to that? But if they get released one day, that is a liability. Like mm-hmm. you said, cause how do you ensure that they're not just going to fucking continue to do the
1: shit and get better at hiding?
2: It? Yeah. Yeah. And like, they're like, for instance there's a, there's a town I want to say it's Minnesota or something and it's literally like 5 6000 people and they're all sex offenders it's a gated community and I don't know I feel like one day that would be a great option for like you know convicted murderers doing life or whatever but obviously that like it would have to be like kind of like a prison town but in the sense where they could go to the store they could go to the movie do this and that you know I yeah. mean but th- but then that then people you know, obviously are closed-minded, and, you know, these guys took this life, you know, they shouldn't be able to do this or that, but, I mean, fuck 30, 40, 50 years in prison, I mean, you know, it's, that's, that's a long time to be in there, and not saying that they don't deserve punishment, because, obviously, if you take somebody's life, you know, they, like, nothing you can do can bring them back, and there's no justifying that at all, but at the same time, people change, you know, it's,
0: and, and also, too, what is the response to punishment, regardless of the behavior, even if the behavior is benign, such as um, you treating me poorly mm-hmm. as a friend, mm-hmm. or um, severe, such as you murdering someone, to punish you, to make you feel so bad. How many times has that worked? And I know that there's, it's all speculation because we don't have fucking research in front of us, but just the mere idea of it is making you feel like a shitty human mm-hmm. being and grinding you into the dirt yep. because of the choices that you made. Yep. Like, I feel like that pushes you further into that turtle shell of decision. Yeah. And like what you're saying is having that community, and you'd also, you can utilize, um, interests and pursuits to the benefit of humanity by and also like media and shit you wouldn't you couldn't even just say you know you can go take it a step further instead of being like you know here's a city or not a city but here's the idea of a community and we'll build a prison around it and you can do all of these things as opposed providing um, resources and tools to be able to do kind of what you're doing with them and yeah. it's not to learn more about serial killers but to learn more about yourself yeah yeah and just under this sense of giving them not the force but giving them option to understand yourself because that's where i find it as interesting Is like what are these urges and desires on a personal level i know if you have psychosis you obviously can't have that conversation with yeah yeah but if you you're le- if you're a level-headed individual not a level-headed individual if you're uh, competent enough to or cognizant enough of your actions um exploring that and understanding where that comes from mm-hmm. and i think even that like perceiving it almost as an illness not not denigrating or removing the responsibility by calling it an illness yeah but just looking at it because like what we were talking about before is that um, kid uh dad gets raped or molested mm-hmm. molests his kids yeah and it turns out his son molested uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So, is the son responsible for molestation? I know he could stop that. Mm. But yeah, yeah. he's been severely impressioned by someone. So that's like, that's almost like saying, telling someone to climb Mount Everest without any previous training at all. In fact, you have a cane. So fucking climb up. Yeah. If you don't, I'm yeah. going to throw you in prison. And It's the sense that you're not giving anyone tools. You're not training them yeah, to yeah. cope with some of the most Darkest, fucking hardest shit I
1: could even comprehend.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, so what the
2: fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Oh. Yeah, kind of mind-blowing.
0: Yeah, it, it is, man. And it's the, the way that we respond to it is mind-blowing. Yeah. Right? And so what's the, what's the craziest story that you've ever heard?
2: Uh... The craziest story... Um... The craziest story. I mean, I've I've heard a, a lot of crazy stories. Um, one of them. One of them doesn't
0: so have to be the pinnacle.
2: Well, um, okay. Well, okay. I'll just I'll just take this for instance. Okay, there is a spree killer uh, that I. Well, I should say before I used to visit him. I used to talk to him when he was in a mental hospital. Yeah. And I was on the phone with him one time, and he was he was having a psychotic break. And he had, he had two, he had two DOC guards on him at all times. And it cost like, I think cost like around a million dollars a year Holy to have, to have them on him. That's why he ended up going to prison, but he would, literally, I was on the phone with him and he was having this psychotic break and he was spazzing out on these two guards and I hear the phone drop and I hear, I just hear a bunch of screaming and it turns out the next day he calls me and, uh, he claims that one of the guard like bumped him when he was walking by so he uh, he said something he he said something like "You fucking piece of shit cop whatever some some stupid shit like that, yeah, something nice. so the dude, the dude like gets him on the ground, and then he takes a bite out of the dude's the, the cop's fucking arm Whoa. <laughs> so Jesus. so uh yeah they they shove his face into the ground, and he's just bloodied and black eye and all this bullshit, and i'm hearing this I'm hearing this going on while I'm on the phone. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And for yeah. for a good like 45 seconds, and then I just hear a click, and it's just like, that was really fucking bizarre. Oh, um, yeah, I wish I would have recorded it. Like that would have that would have been great. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the, the the and then the visit with the school shooter in Seattle. That was that was probably the most awkward uh, I've most felt in my life talking to somebody. Like I was basically trying to like pull teeth, trying to get him to. Not only give me eye contact, but yeah, to like talk to me and uh, yeah, I, uh, that was that was pretty that was pretty strange. That would be really
0: weird, especially someone not looking at. Yeah, him. yeah. Because all of its body language, like yeah, oh fuck,
2: yeah, just twitching and you know twiddling his thumbs and just looking around the room and you know like fidgeting with his clothes and just mm-hmm. looking up at the clock and just. Just yeah, it it was it was, it was beyond weird. Like it was it was a surreal experience. Wow,
0: that would be a surreal experience. Yeah. I don't. It'd be so interesting to process that too, just because, like, seeing someone without any emotional intelligence. Like I've seen people who are autistic. Mm, yeah. That yeah. even really throws me off sometimes. Yeah. Not in a way like where I'm criticizing them as a human being, but it's just the feeling that I get. It's like,
2: whoa. Yeah 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 it, it's yeah it was it was pretty insane too
0: and so um you basically you operate that auction site where, where you sell all of these oddities yeah other people do as well um and is it on is it just a straight up website
2: yeah it's yeah it's a website and then i sell on instagram then i sell on facebook i I honestly make most of my sales on Instagram and Facebook alone, but my website generates probably like, I don't know, 20% of all sales. That's
0: not bad. So anyone can go on there and just like peruse and shit. Yep.
2: Yep. Basically you just, you just create an account, add shit to your cart, check out in PayPal and bam, it's done. Truecrimeauctionhouse.com. Yep. Truecrimeauctionhouse.com. Then Instagram is at truecrimeauctionhouse. And the Facebook group is murderabilia slash oddities, buy, sell, trade. And, I believe that has right around 2600 people in there right now and it's oh shit. Yeah, that's uh it's it's always hopping in that group and there's always there's always either some drama or some cool shit going on in there so yeah. it's yeah, it's it's a cutthroat hobby and it's, you know, that's what I always tell people, you know, be careful who you trust, trust nobody but yourself. Mm-hmm. And but yeah
0: trust nobody but yourself in the sense of like uh the, the prices for shit or
2: uh and this se- well i guess in the sense of like
0: psychological
2: aspect kind of both mostly more or less corresponding with inmates because there's a lot of people that try to monopolize inmates and if they found out if they find out you're right in somebody they'll do whatever they can to fuck you over on that because oh, really? they, they want they want to just control the market for this guy or this girl and
0: mm, so it's all just about making money
2: point yeah to some people and some people just genuinely enjoy writing inmates and corresponding with them and Mm -hmm. you know it's but yeah there's there's a lot of shitty people in this hobby but then but then at the same hand there's there's a lot more good people in this hobby than there are bad people and
0: yeah it's just with anything is that you always have those 10 percent of shitheads yeah yeah if you try to weed all the shitheads out you're gonna end up chasing your own tail and then destroying the good parts of it yeah yeah that's what you're seeing right now in my opinion with uh trying to enact laws and this fucking social cultural change about, um, like, safe spaces and using certain words, you're basically chasing your own tail and ruining the things, the freedoms that we have in the first place. Yeah. As opposed to teaching the individual, um, resilience and how to handle shitheads. Yeah. like, fuck, man. Yeah. And, um, so you recently took a break from smoking weed.
2: I did. I did. Happen, man. It's been great, actually. I've I'm I'm a, very aware of my senses, and I I've, I've never felt better in the past four years. Honestly, it's I've I've not only been saving money, but I've inv- I've been investing more money into my business, oh, and I've just shit. been I've been yeah I've been I've been getting out a lot more. I've been being more active. I've. I'm in the best shape of my life. I can run two miles without stopping now, and Uh, it feels fucking, it feels amazing.
0: Oh, shit, you have been running now? Yep,
2: been running. Tried to do it every other day, and it's it's the best high. Damn. Even a better high than smoking weed.
0: Yeah, man, exactly. That's what I had to do is I quit for, like, the four years. Not that there's anything wrong with it, in my opinion, like I was talking to you before, is things, everything can become a leash if you use it for the sake of habit. Like, if I wake up every day because... And I drink coffee, not because today I like coffee. No, I need coffee. And then when I go, like, uh, into, like, I went hunting last year, and I didn't have uh, coffee supplies with me. So when I woke up, dude, I could barely move. Mm. I had, like, fucking shakes, and I was miserable. Yep, that was me. Drinking coffee on a day-to-day basis never did anything for me because it was a habit. So Mm. now I, like, um, I take breaks from things, and when I quit weed, it changed my relationship with everything was was because I just did things to enjoy them not because I had to do it and yeah. not interfere with
2: my shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it's been nice like I miss it but at the same time I'm I'm out doing more shit and mm-hmm. enjoying the summer while it lasts and it's
0: And you have your whole life to, to Yeah, be able exactly. To and flow on and off of things and that's what like what I've always I don't like commit myself where uh, when I smoke weed, uh, I'll take a month break. Sometimes yeah, I take yeah. A week break. Sometimes I just, I don't want to smoke any more weed at all. Yes. Yeah. The, um, the same with hallucinogenics. Like, I took uh, two years off of um, taking mushrooms as an acid. Yeah. And it wasn't because, like, I'm going to stop. It was just, oh, yeah. Meh, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. Um. So now that you've been running, September 9th is a hamster run. You should come running. Yeah. You don't have to be good because you could walk. You just can't stop. For six hours, unless you don't want to do it anymore, you just tell them I'm done, and then you just DNF did not finish. Which yeah, is okay.
2: yeah. I I mean I'm I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna gonna look into it and check it out. I mean, what is it like? It's a fifty k, right?
0: No, it's two miles.
2: Oh oh oh, two miles. Six that's it. Six hours. Oh six okay, so oh Oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 so yeah yeah
0: yeah. It's six hours. Uh, ten feet elevation gain. Wow. And it's so it's flat, and you're just running around like padded. Hmm. And you just, you sign up for the six, the 10, the 24, or the 36. Hmm. And so... Those are all hours? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, that's... I did the six, and all I have to do is, it doesn't matter, it's, so if you would like to finish anyways, you, um, continually move, just move for yeah. six hours. Yeah. And, hmm. um... You wear headphones, you know, people are there, you're talking to them while you're moving around. And then you'll have your times, or your miles up there that you ran in six hours, but it doesn't matter about the miles part. It matters that you had the mental fucking fortitude to make it through six hours of grinding. Yeah, yeah. If you do that, though, doing anything, like any any kind of running, or anything that just would take longer, in my experience, of just doing like a three-hour... Mm-hmm. Boring now. kind of run. Is easy. It feels like nothing.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: You just come and do it though. It's only like forty bucks, I think. So if you lose, or if you do, do not finish, you just place down forty
2: bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm definitely. I'll probably definitely go there, and I. I mean, I. I, I want to try it. I mean, I. I mean, I don't want to say I'll set myself up for failure because I have no idea, honestly. And even if I do, it's not not failure at that point. Yeah.
0: You know I mean? Yeah. I, I. I. For me. At least this is the way that I'm internalizing it because you probably you are obviously internalizing it in different ways for me on a personal level, just personal level, is that I see it as um, with so we do a race and say if it's like a I don't know, 50k, if I don't because they have the cutoff times, right? Like, yeah, you know, 50, I don't know, I'm just throwing out a random number 10 hour uh, cutoff time, so you have to, you do not get to the third checkpoint. The last checkpoint before the finish line by 10 hours, they stop the race and you have to leave. Hmm. That would make me feel like shit, like I didn't finish. Yeah, yeah. And so I have to be able to run a certain speed, which that's pretty easy to make a 10 hour cutoff time on a 50k. But for the six hour run, is. Well, I just, I can walk, well, I've walked for six hours. I've just hiked for six hours. Yeah, yeah, easy. yeah. And if it's all flat, then at the very least it's just going to be boring. Mm-hmm. And I'm, so there's, I feel like even if I did not finish, there's no way that I could feel like fail yeah, I fail. Yeah,
2: like yeah, that's, that's true, right? Yeah. Because
0: I'm just trying to see how far I can go, I guess, in that way. But the only way, though, that I would feel like shit is if I wasted money
2: yeah but at the same time it's 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 an adventure and experience nonetheless even if even if you don't finish or even 30 minutes an hour into it i mean fuck it it's it would be me getting out of my comfort zone which i've been doing a lot lately yeah. and it's Dude,
0: that's like the funnest thing it yeah.
2: is it is that's a high in itself
1: too yeah it
0: is man and it's the thing like uh when it comes down to buying things there's a plateau yeah whereas like uh buying things is a plateau partying for me, there, there's a plateau there to where when I was younger, I'd party, and I get to this point to where if I party harder, things are going to go slow. So well. Yeah, I'd be yeah. Partying yeah. for like in the daytime at that point. Like, yeah. There ain't no harder you can go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, or I can uh, uh, move up on my substances and get a little deeper on that. But <laughs> yeah. that's probably not going to work out too well for me. Yeah. And whereas when you're doing things that make you uncomfortable or skill based things, mm-hmm. um, and I'd even extend it onto true crime things. Yeah, yeah. But like the further you get into it, it's it doesn't get easier. or You don't know more. You actually know less. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool, man. Yeah,
2: it it's, is. It is. It's it's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting.
0: You can't get bored. It's impossible. no. Yeah,
2: it is. It's. Oh fuck. Yeah, there's never a dull moment. No,
0: and um, the summer's coming to a close though. Yeah, I have um, Stuart Lake, or not Stuart Lake. I got the enchantments that I'm going out uh. to, uh, and so the enchantments. For people that I don't know, it's like a uh, a hike where you start off. It's 19 mile through hike, and you usually have to get a permit to go in there mm-hmm. to be able to camp. And it's through the permit that goes to a lottery system, which is really unlikely to get. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to put your name in, and then maybe you guys will get drawn. And then you get to stay a night at one of the camp spots. But if you you start early in the morning, like five in the morning, four in the morning sunrise, mm. um, running it, you can do it in five hours or four hours. So yeah. You pull nineteen miles and uh, eight thousand feet elevation gain. Damn. In about five hours. But even if you walked it, for instance, you can finish it by at least twelve o'clock at night, mm-hmm. without camping. Yeah, yeah. And you'd finish it before the sun went down if you started at five. But um, you start off and you're climbing um over by Leavenworth and Washington and you're climbing up this these trails and they get they're pretty steep, climbs up to um, this beautiful granite lake. Hmm. Literally from all sides of the shore, you can see to the bottom of the lake. It's so clear. You could even see all the fish swimming in there and shit. Huh. And the that what's surrounding it by the time that you climb like 3 miles up to this lake which is sitting on a shelf yeah. at the foot of these huge mountains and these mountains are treeless because they literally go straight up and huh. it's like That's crazy. jagged sawtooth peaks surrounding you damn yeah it, it's fucking cool when you go around it you'll climb you, you walk around the um you hike around the lake and you get to these big boulder fields that are about the size of uh, cars Mm. And you're walking in between them and on top of them, like weaving throughout the boulder fields. And then you get to the foot of what they call Asgard, and that's at the other side of the lake. And you literally look straight up, and you're climbing hip height. So rock or uh, trail, foot goes hip height. Up, 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 and that's like 1.8 miles. So you're scrambling all the way up there, and there's these uh, waterfalls that are trickling down beside you. And Hmm. some of the most beautiful wildflowers that you'd see, which is surprising. Yeah, yeah. It's just rock. Yeah. flowers pop up. But there's goats up there. Damn. Yeah, as you get up there. That's crazy. You got peeing like, cracks of the rocks that don't lick your pee because they're like (laughs) salt and shit. But when you get up there, there's um, two large mountains that um, sit to your left and to your right as you're climbing up this steep fucking trail. Hmm. And it's Asgard Pass. And right when you get up to there, you get on the saddle that connects the two mountains. And it, it's literally the most beautiful thing you've ever seen, man. Damn. And you can just see for miles. And yeah on the back side of that, it's just a gradual um, like eleven mile descent that you can just run through and or walk and you find like five there's five granite lakes just like that. But when you're at the top of Asgard Pass, one point eight miles from that lake, straight up, you can look down and still see the bottom of that lake. Damn, that's crazy The water's so clear, dude It is, yeah, it's cool Damn, that sounds amazing You should come out to me With me before that shit comes Yeah, yeah I would, uh, I would definitely
2: be down to do that
0: um, I'm gonna go and do You'd have to Either bring a car And then you park one on one end And then the other Or you just hitchhike I'm mm-hmm. going you hitchhike um, There's that, though And then Stahican Which is a gnarly little fucker And that's 18 miles one way hmm. To the uh, Vehicle-less town Hmm. on the north on the north side of lake chelan which is a lake here in washington yeah and there's there's only uh they only have a handful of cars there for the residents which are 80 people that live there damn um Hmm. you're not allowed to bring there's no way to get cars there because there's no roads aside from just like two or three roads in the town um and there's one inn and one bakery Wow. Yeah, it's fucking cool. And the only way to get there is by uh, seaplane, uh, kayaking, or walking in.
2: Damn. And you can do
0: one-way, 18 miles in, stay at the inn, eat food at the bakery, wake up in the morning, run back.
2: Yeah, that's that sounds like a fucking amazing time.
0: Yes, and that shit, that's on the, the list, too, coming up. But I'm excited, man.
2: Yeah, that sounds great.
0: But, uh, adventurous. You just, yeah, you gotta let me know. Um... Do you have anything that you wanted to close with
2: or anything for the audience? Um. Did they find you? Just uh, truecrimeauctionhouse.com. Instagram is at truecrimeauctionhouse. Um. Yeah, that's about it. Uh. Oh, I had a shit. good fucking time talking about this. It's always interesting and fascinating, especially from a perspective that is non non-biased and. Actually, people actually let me talk and don't crucify me like I'm fucking Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, man. It's because, I I mean, in the end, we're we're all just people um, who are just fascinated by the diversity of life. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not we have um, tunnel vision Mm -hmm. or um, we look at a variety of things. In the end, yeah, we're just all people, man, just trying to figure this shit out. And and I, I think it's important, even the people that we disdain. Yeah, Um, in our society to be able to to have conversations with them, not saying, not talking about you, talking about the people, you know, the serial killers and stuff. It's still very important to have those conversations. Yeah. Not to just neglect something because it scares you. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. There's definitely a lot to be learned from people's psyche and makeup and it's, yeah. That's
0: what we just talked about a couple of minutes ago with you running and being uncomfortable, yeah, bit of a stretch, I know, but you do it despite being uncomfortable. hmm Yeah. And you were rewarded in the end. Yep. And having conversations like you were saying with that guy who made you feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Was very informative. <laughs> In yeah. The end, just yeah. Despite that discomfort. So it's important to fucking champion your discomfort. I am shitty at that, but I think we're all trying to get
2: better. Yep. Yep. That's true. Right,
0: thank you guys. And you can always find me um, Instagram at Becoming Human Podcast, uh, Twitter at Will Nelson, Facebook, Becoming Human Podcast. And thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great week.
1: Yeah, freaks. All right. Bye.
0: that was quite a podcast I had a lot of fun and I hope you guys did too if you did please rate review on any of the platforms that you listen to iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play and share it with your friends thank you guys so much for listening I really appreciate all your support over the past, what, year and a half now? Damn, I'm going to have to do something for that two-year marker. But And I look, I'm going to have to bring Andrew on sometime in the future to really understand some of the more notorious serial killers. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about that. You can always just send me a DM on social media or send me an email. And if you guys have any suggestions for uh, future episodes, you can also do the same. I'm getting excited. I'm getting ready for uh, hunting season. Really brings me closer to the animals, as uh, strange as that might sound. Being out there in the wild, kind of detached from all of my conventions, my habits, routines. it's it's really freeing and also the act of hunting just brings me closer to to these animals by mere observation and trying to overcome their ability to de- to detect me as well and with the the big reward of actually harvesting that animal and and being able to eat it last year i was lucky enough to be able to harvest some grouse i went for some black bear and some deer and i was unsuccessful but it it was one of the most monumental adventures of my life and not even because i harvested grouse it was just the experience of being out there and i've got some uh trail runs coming up and some couple jujitsu tournaments too so, within the next couple of weeks, the podcast will probably be uh, focused uh, on the outdoors. I'll be recording some episodes from uh, base camp and probably doing a lot of solo stuff and working on stuff with some teammates and exploring those sports. It's, it's a lot of fun, too. In even the development outside of the sports, it's, it's almost like uh, simulating a small environment to be able to cope with life as a whole more effectively. The seemingly unrelated things to hunting, running, jiu-jitsu when they're strongly related. Next week, I'll be releasing an episode with my friend, Chris. Uh, She's a comedian from Bellingham and a hairstylist. I Forgive kind me, of
1: Father, I
0: ask her questions and try to understand the process of writing comedy. So I hope you guys enjoy that one, too. But I'll see you guys next week. All right, thanks. Bye. Oh, here's another song by Amigo the Devil. It's called The Recluse.
1: I think she came over to feel worth Calm her nerves, but this earth had broken her spirits down Said hang around, let down your hair Then talked about the others that were buried there We danced and took a moonlight stroll But that's when I wanted to be alone So I took off the cold Kept working on my vest She had secrets She wanted to get off her chest I'll take the burden If you need And I'll spill my guts If you follow my lead I Need to feel comfortable In my own skin But I the one that you're living in, so I'll cut to the chase, just don't try to leave, cause these hands are stronger than you're led to believe, it's always a drag to be on the fence, about who you are and its consequence, but God knows I'll do what I need, that's why the devil came and sold his fucking soul. in my own skin, that I think I like the one that you're living in, so I'll cut to the chase, just don't try to leave, cause these hands, these hands, are stronger than you're led to believe. That the neighbors would hear her cries, but I wasn't made to feel anything that's mine.